0: Hey, and welcome to another edition of Swiss Pats. I am Don Delco, and I am sick, and joining me is Susie Lyon.
1: With a glass screen in front of me, so I don't get sick.
0: (laughs) She's wearing a full hazmat suit, actually, and... uh, She is hoping not to get uh, my cold, and I'm hoping not to pass it on. But anyway, I'm going to fight through it because I'm professional. And as always, you can find us on SwissPats.com, on Apple Podcasts, on Instagram at SwissPats, and on Twitter at SwissPatsPod. Please check us out. And on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review, subscribe, let us know what you like, what you don't like, and uh, we'll try and do better each and every week.
1: That's the plan.
0: So although I am not feeling well, I am giddy because my Cleveland Cavaliers are back in the NBA Finals.
1: Very big deal.
0: I think part of the reason I am sick is because my sleep patterns are all messed up.
1: Yeah, instead of uh, going to bed at 8.30, you went to bed at 11 p.m. Boo-hoo, poor baby.
0: <laughs> yes so i've been getting up every excuse me every other night at 2 30 to watch the game live
1: do you ever just did you you have do you set an alarm
0: yes and usually i don't need it
1: oh i was gonna say did your alarm go off and you're like mm, i'm just gonna stay in bed
0: no never like hey i get it's like christmas morning it's like 2:20 and I wake up and I'm like oh 10 minutes
1: oh my gosh I wish I was as passionate about something as that there's yeah. nothing that would get me out of bed at 2:30 in the morning Yeah
0: and it uh it has been so it's it's probably part of the reason I'm sick so I'm still going to complain and you know mope around the house and be miserable because um, as you know when men get colds it we take it to the next level
1: yeah it has been pretty pathetic this morning i will say Tom.
0: yeah i've been uh i've been a big baby um but my world of of sports and podcasting also collided on sunday uh because i was watching the indianapolis 500 which is uh something i enjoy going to each and every year when i'm back in the states what is it it is a 500 mile open wheel race at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and it is the greatest spectacle in racing. It is an absolute Greater blast. than the Formula One? Yes. What? Oh yeah. This blows away any Formula One race. These cars are going, and I don't know what it is in kilometers, but 230 miles an hour. There's 33 of them and they go around in a circle for 500 miles and it's awesome. <laughs> I know, I know, you laugh whatever, but it's great. Um, my son's into it, we watch it, we watch it on TV, I've taken him before, he loves it. But, this year's winner was from Australia.
1: Woo, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie.
0: His name is Will Power, and
1: he... You're supposed to say, oi, 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 when someone says, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Oi I know that. No, not Oi oh, vey.
0: Okay. Okay. But yeah, so... Uh, he was an Aussie, and, and he finally won the was? Indy 500.
1: <laughs> now he's an official American. Now he's, nah, now he's American. Yeah.
0: You, you get your you get your American passport after you win the 500. Fair enough. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, you should be very proud.
1: Of course, I am. Well done, willpower.
0: No, singular
1: power. Just yeah. one power. Just one power. is it pa- a- the power to win?
0: Love that name.
1: Um. So what is what do you you said open wheeled? What does that mean?
0: So they kind of look like Formula One cars. So they don't have like fenders, like the wheels just.
1: Oh, that is. that.
0: So they kind of look like Formula One
1: cars. See, I didn't know that.
0: But most Formula One cars, like they turn, they just, these guys just go in a big circle and go really, really fast. Right. And it's awesome. I mean, there is nothing. My tickets are on the front straightaway. Okay. And when they come around that turn four. So
1: you hold annual tickets for this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how far away is this from where you live in the U.S.? It was like a
0: 3-hour drive. Oh, okay. So yeah. Far. Um, but it it was when 33 cars go by you doing 230 miles an hour, I mean, it's the the hairs all over your body stand up, not just on the back of your neck. It is awesome.
1: So, who got your tickets this year?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh it's a family thing and if I can't go, they try and sell them and then I just keep buying them and
1: so this is a whole thing that your family do. You go to this in Indy 500. Is that yeah. what it's called?
0: Yep, Indy 500. Yeah, I've been doing it since I was a a little a little guy, and there you uh, go. it's it's a blast. I, I absolutely love it. Kind of made me feel a little homesick. Uh, I bet that and my parents also got tickets to one of the Cavs games. And oh, they're like, we got tickets. We had four of them, and I'm like,
1: oh, I can't go, but. You, you could have flown over for that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm going to spend $2,000 on a plane <laughs> ticket to go to a game. That's, you know, that's not going to help uh, the marriage. No, it doesn't. It's really good. not. It's really not. So
1: I just, before we move on from this, I'm still confused about this uh, car race. Um, so can anyone go in it? Because if this Australian guy won, then what, you, you don't have to be American. You can just be a, a really fast car driver.
0: Yeah, these are, like, the best drivers in the world are in these cars.
1: So It's not, like, a limited – you don't have to have some sort of special passport to go in. No. You can be no. anyone.
0: And this this is part of the IndyCar series, which has races all throughout America. And they do, I think, a couple overseas as well. And they do some oval tracks, which is what Indianapolis is. It's an oval track. Ooh. 2.5 miles is one, one trip around. Takes some – takes them 40, 45 seconds to go two two and a half miles. It's awesome. Anyway, but then they have different races that are like summer street races, so like the ones that kind of look like Formula One.
1: I was gonna say that just sounds like Formula One, right? And then
0: there's <laughs> others that are just ovals where they just go really really fast, right? And it's uh, it's pretty awesome. But Indianapolis Motor Speedway is like the thing. It's it's Memorial Day weekend, which For us, that means on on Monday, nobody has school or work and it's a day to honor people who serve the country and it's like very, there's a lot of pomp and circumstance with the race and pageantry and, you know, planes flying over and flags waving and it's uh, It's a
1: whole thing.
0: It's a whole thing.
1: Oh gosh.
0: But this place is so massive, right? There are four golf holes inside the track. Four. There's like an 18-hole golf course and four of the holes are inside the track. Oh my gosh. It's 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 so big. It's How so many big. people. Uh, about four hundred thousand people go. Four hundred thousand. Yeah. God, yeah. getting
1: back to your car at the end would be a nightmare.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's not, <laughs> not easy.
1: That's all. I, when I think about these big stadiums, that's all I can think about leaving. <laughs> right. Getting out of them would be an absolute nightmare.
0: Right. Well, that's why when you go to LA this year, if you guys go like to a Dodger game or something, they're known for leaving in the seventh inning because. They don't want to deal with traffic. So everybody leaves early.
1: Then everyone's in traffic. (laughs) Well yeah. The the traffic starts at the seventh inning. It's true, yeah. Talking about leaving uh in a hurry, um twenty-five thousand people were evacuated from Europa Park this weekend. Really? Yes, they were. The place caught on fire. That's not good. That is not good. Can you imagine being like on a ride and you're like, oh. This is really
0: realistic. Yeah. This is really intense. That,
1: that ship down there is in flames. <laughs> that literally happened. So Europa Park, uh, for those of you who don't know, is, is the second biggest uh, theme park in Europe. Um, and it, it had 25,000 visitors um, there when, when this fire started. They don't know how it started. And they had to evacuate everyone. 250 firefighters and 500 uh, and another 250 uh, emergency services um, were dealing with with it. So uh, a whole section burnt down. The Pirates of Batavia. I don't, I don't know. Okay. How, I don't know if I'm saying Batavia? that right. Batavia. Batavia. Yeah, maybe.
0: I like Batavia. <laughs>
1: Batavia. Batavia. That burnt down. Uh and also I think um the oh yeah, the Dutch and the Scandinavian themed uh, areas burnt down. So Europa Park has different areas um of Europe and rides in each area. So if you go into Europa Park, you can't now enjoy the Dutch and Scandinavian themed areas. But no one was hurt. Finger you know that's, that's what's that's important what yeah. is important. They reopened the park at nine o'clock on Sunday morning. So, this happened on Saturday. They evacuated 25,000 people and then they were like, don't worry about the smolders, just come back in. Like, literally reopened at nine o'clock in the morning. So, yeah, oh they got
0: to pay for the repairs, right?
1: Someone's got to.
0: That this, this Europa Park is we went last year and it's fantastic. It really is. Like you said, it's this. It's huge, yeah, but it's broken down into different countries, kind of like Epcot Center. They have a thing in Epcot Center in Orlando, uh, but it's, it's broken down these little countries, and they have rides for kids, and it's really well done. Yeah. It really is. It's a great place to go, and over here, in I, I'm not sure of all the other parks. I don't know which ones you've gone to, but um, they have Disneyland Paris,
1: I've been to that one. Never Which, again.
0: Right. We've been to that as well. And it was awful. I'm sorry, Disney, if you want to spend a lot of money as a sponsor, yeah, yeah. we could edit this out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but it was horrific. Yeah. It mm, was not, not mm,
1: fun. It's, it's not fun. And to, I actually was shocked to hear that um, Europa Park is really as popular as it is, because when I've been there, it hasn't been massively busy. So maybe I just got lucky, but it is the second um, most popular after Disney, Paris.
0: It's kind of in the middle of nowhere too, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's in a German town called Rust. Um, It's in the southwest of Germany. Um, And, um, you know, it's it's about an hour and a half from Basel. Uh, A lot of people go there. A lot of uh, people come from other countries. Like I know people come from England to go to Europa Park. It is a cheaper option than Disney, but still just as you know, just as entertaining for the kids. If
0: not more, you know what I mean? Like what we found in Disneyland, we went with, our kids were younger, but like you would wait 20 to 40 minutes in a line and the ride would last literally no more than 30 seconds to a minute, right? Now I understand why it keeps the line moving, but it's like you're just standing in lines for these short little rides. At Europa Park, our kids loved it, but there it was... There was more things to do, more things tailored for younger kids, and then things tailored for older kids, which kind of split it up. But also, if you did wait in line a little bit, once you got on the ride, it was worth your time.
1: Yeah, the rides are actually good. I, I do enjoy it. I did go on a ride that I hated at a rope park. It was awful. I had no idea what I was signing myself up for. I don't like things that spin. No. And I went into this one. I guess I thought it was something else. And it was in the dark. It was a room that um, somehow, um, obviously, it's a ride, so some sort of mechanical. You don't really move, I don't think, but the room does. Oh. And I was sick for the rest of the day. I was like, I that was the worst. I couldn't, I couldn't believe that I actually went on it. It was so awful, and I will never go on that again. But everybody else loved it. <laughs> it was just me green. Yeah. from from going on this room spinning ride
0: i can't i couldn't do that when when i was younger and then i talk to people
1: I'm, in our
0: advanced ages and they say as you get older like those are something happens you to just you. can't do it anymore
1: well i you know i not that i advocate things burning down but if anything burnt down i wouldn't i wouldn't be sad if that one burnt down whatever that one was
0: yeah but it's 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 insane that 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 it was like if you look at the pictures online, I mean, it's a massive gray clouds. Yeah, over it's the huge.
1: Park. Like there was videos of just black smoke billowing out of this area of, of the of the theme park, and you know it makes sense why so many people were evacuated because sure. the whole thing could have, I guess, caught if they if they didn't have those five hundred emergency services members there to help them. But luckily, uh, they got it all under control.
0: I just love how it was like. Okay, it's the fire's mostly out. Let's open back up. Come on, yeah, come on, like, everybody.
1: Everyone, just come back in. I wonder if the people who got evacuated got a free pass on Sunday. <laughs> I would I hope, hope so. so. Um, and they don't know what the fire, how the fire was caused. So hopefully, I mean, it was a really hot day on Saturday in this part of Switzerland. So chances are it was something, something to do with the heat. I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, it wasn't arson. You never know. Yeah. Who knows.
0: Who knows? But one thing we do like to talk a lot about on this podcast is food. And the one thing that we always like to share, whether it's on or off air, is like, hey, let's, you know, have you tried this place to eat? Have you tried that place to eat? But ever since I moved to Switzerland, I've noticed it's a little, the restaurant scene here in Switzerland is just different,
1: right? I thought you were going to say dire, and I was going to agree. (laughs) Different is is another Also dire, yes.
0: But it's different. So there's such a culture in America, and I think in the UK as well of you know eating out and eating at restaurants and stuff. Thursday nights are big. Friday and Saturday nights are huge, right? A lot of people are going out to eat. And when you when you come here to Switzerland, you walk by these restaurants that appear good, have been there a long time. people have said nice things about it. But you walk by like 7 o'clock on a Friday, and there's nobody in there. And if you see that anywhere else, you're like, wow, this restaurant's not doing so well. But they seem to be doing okay. But anyway, Swissinfo.ch did a report recently that more than three times as many pubs and restaurants disappeared in Switzerland last year as the year before. The catering industry points the finger at the stronger franc, uh, which is responsible for more bankruptcy and fewer openings. Mm-hmm. So there's 4.4% more bankrupts, uh, and then also 25% less openings. Some 2,220 places to eat were removed from the trade registry, and 684 went bust in 2017. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, look, the restaurant industry is a difficult one to begin with. I was going
1: to say, I think that the world over starting a restaurant is really tough. Yeah. It's a tough, like it's, like you got to cross everything and <laughs> pray to whatever God you've got and, <laughs> and also have the smarts and the knowledge and the experience to make it work. Like there's, I'm sure, thousands of people who would love to have their own restaurant and don't because they you know, it's a really tough business. It's very
0: tough. And it's very tough to to be, to make money and to do well in this business. I just,
1: I feel like it's not fair if, like, if, if, if your business fails because of things that you didn't do. Like, you know, the economy is bad, so your business fails. Like, that sucks. Yeah. That's, that really sucks. That's, I don't know. You know, that must really, like... Be yeah, a real stab right in the gut. Yeah, um, I feel bad for anyone that that's happened to.
0: It does suck, and you know, I if your food fails because your if your place fails because your food sucks, well, that's one thing.
1: But... This is the problem. There's plenty of places open with bad food.
0: Right, that's what I
1: get. That a fool. Yeah, I <laughs> <are full>. yeah. <laughs> Hi, McDonald's, um,
0: but. Yeah, so they're, they're really, you know, a lot of these people are saying that that, that Strong Frank is squeezing businesses like in the mountains, in the countryside, in the border regions. Mm. Which, you know, Basel here where we record is a border region. And we talk to people all the time. And they're like, oh, just if you go over here to Germany, you go over here to France. Yeah. You can get, it's cheaper and it's maybe it tastes even better. Yeah. So I could see that. You know, I really can. But it's it's a shame that uh, you know I don't I don't think this kind of news is really going to do well for the restaurant scene Basel Zurich just most of Switzerland because it's just not it's not vi- like it's just almost better just to to cook at home.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I like this is when I go for a hike or when I've been skiing. I actually. I don't want to cook at the end of the day. And if I'm staying somewhere, I would love to just to go out. And I find, and this is probably, this article probably pinpoints one of the reasons, you know, I would love to go out and eat in the mountains, but there's not many places. There's, you know, there's not hundreds of restaurants you can choose from. If you're lucky, there's one. Uh, if you're really lucky and in a really touristy area there's there might be a a handful but as soon as you leave a town those uh, restaurants they really kind of peter out there's not they're not all over the place but the reason is probably because they're not sustainable
0: yeah especially the smaller like they're saying in the smaller places it's not yeah it's just
1: i mean imagine going like let's go on a hike and when we get to the top we'll have lunch and then get into the top and there being nothing there I'm like okay now we have to hike back down and hope that there's a restaurant still open down there you're
0: tired grumpy and hungry that is yeah. not a good trifecta to be
1: no but an encouragement to then get back down the mountain yeah
0: i guess it does does uh help give you some some of that encouragement but it's um you know, they also said additional factors are changing eating habits and less time for lunch. Um, you
1: know. should I, always make time for lunch.
0: Wow, well, yeah. <laughs> but...
1: I, the first meal of the day for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's how you greet the day, with a little lunch. Yeah, well, it's,
1: you know, if you wake up at 12.
0: I'm waking up at the crack of noon.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the... Uh, but the eating habits are not, like, people don't value... I don't think the Swiss value you know, restaurant, the restaurant experience as they do in other places of the world.
1: It's true. But do you remember a few months ago, we talked about the, uh, the guy who got like the Michelin stars. He was a Swiss guy. And that's the
0: thing that's crazy is there's a, there's a three-star Michelin place here in Basel, right? It's the only one in Switzerland. It's three Michelin stars.
1: I didn't even know that.
0: Yeah. Cheval Blanc. If you'd love to have us down for a interview, you would be happy to come. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of Michelin starred restaurants in like per capita in Switzerland. It there's, it's one of the highest in rates everywhere probably. But I haven't. You know, it's it's a little. Usually those are those kind of places are like the real high end, like, see. Yeah, like it's almost like a piece of art. It's like, you know, you don't you don't bring children.
1: Uh, it's kind of it's right. not a
0: family kind of sunday afternoon hey let's go get a nice meal at cheval blanc like no it's not happening
1: cheval blanc sounds fancy just even the name
0: yeah it is but yeah i i don't know man i i it's good and bad because you know if you rely too much on eating out it's really not the best for you like when you're at home you can kind of control things a little bit better as far as like I don't know, the amount of butter you use on a steak where they like <laughs> soak it in butter in a restaurant where you don't have to do it as much here. So it's also a good thing, but. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, I actually haven't eaten a proper meal for five days, as you know, Don. <laughs> um, I accidentally signed myself up for a detox. Um, Question. Yes.
0: Yes. Uh, <laughs> accidentally sign yourself up.
1: I've had to explain this to a few people because please do, because please explain because to me. You, because you you have a point. How do you accidentally sign up for a detox? Like you know, this is not something that you you would think that you can accidentally do, but you know, this is me we're talking about, and and I successfully accidentally did this. So I uh, I went to yoga uh, last week, and it's a new studio for me. It's not one that I've been to very many times, and I really enjoyed it. And I thought, wow, this studio is nice. I like it. I'm going to look at all of the leaflets that they have on their bench because every yoga studio does. They've always got, you know, this massage and this workshop and this retreat in Costa Rica and, you know, all this stuff. So I thought, okay, I'll have a look. And I picked up one leaflet and it said, Jewel in the City uh, Detox uh, Retreat in Basel. So I was like, oh, okay, what's this? And I read the little blurb. You know, morning yoga from 7.15 until 9.15, juices, you'll feel great, you'll look great. And I thought, you know what, I have real trouble getting up in the morning. Wouldn't it be nice if I could kind of reset my clock and get up at early in the morning and I could start that by having a reason to get up, i.e. yoga. So if I sign up for this, I'll get up at every morning at 6.30, I'll go to yoga in the morning, I'll have my nice morning juice uh, and then I'll my day will start at nine fifteen. It'll be great. So I signed up. Um, I didn't think about anything like with the price because sometimes, as we've discussed on here before, sometimes I buy things and I'm like, is that the right price? I don't know. It's Switzerland. If that's the price of it, then that's the price. Who am I to say that's right, not the right price? Right. So I didn't think about it. You know, it was it was um, it wasn't cheap, but large, I was
0: like large numbers. Large price points are, after you live for a while, they completely. Yeah,
1: it's like Monopoly money. I was like, yeah, okay, I'll give you five of my Monopoly monies. Yeah. So so I didn't think anything about the money. I was just like, well, it's five days. You know, it's two hours every day for five days plus this morning juice. So that price must be right. So I turn up all bright-eyed, bushy-tailed on Friday, and we're sitting around in a circle, and we do a chant, and I'm feeling great. And then they pass out this bag uh, of juices. I'm like, oh, it's a <laughs> whole week of juices. And I open my juice bag and I'm like, okay, yep, there's juices in here. That's no problem. Uh, thinking to myself, I thought they were going to be fresh every day. But that's okay. And then the lady starts explaining to me, this is your morning juice, number one. It has a number on it and the time. This is your mid-morning juice. It has a time and a number on it. And I start realizing this is not a morning thing. This is a whole day detox. And I honestly thought about leaving. I thought about just like <laughs> leaving my bag there, leaving my mat on the ground, getting up, walking out, and then these, these people have no idea where I've gone or why. <laughs> but I decided, you know what, I have paid for this. Let's stick it out. And I sat there and I listened to this detoxing program, <clears throat> something I've never done before, <clears throat> something I've never been interested in doing, and all of a sudden for the last five days all I've drunk is juice.
0: It's, it's, uh, I've done it once. I've done a juice thing once. I haven't done with the yoga or whatever, just the juice thing. It's, it's intense. You feel better at the end. You really do. That's what I keep
1: getting told. I'm going to feel better. It's day five. I'm just grumpy that I've not had solid food.
0: That is the one thing that, that look, my body is a temple and my (laughs) temple relies on sandwiches. And if I can't sink, and steak, and if I can't sink my teeth into a sandwich, my my temple crumbles yeah the base the base just it's made out of foundation. yes (laughs) and it was uh it was pretty intense it was pretty intense but it uh you get you you do feel better your your body feels better you have a sense of accomplishment to be
1: able to avoid food for five days right? Yeah, I still don't feel accomplished. I'm just annoyed. <laughs> I'm still annoyed at myself for not reading the fine print. I'm still annoyed at myself for even continuing. I, I'm, I'm yet to, you know, maybe at the end of today, I'll feel better. And I'll be like, Oh, yeah, I did it. Good good for me.
0: You should be proud of what you've accomplished. It, I should, is, it I? is a very impressive thing that you were able to stick it out through five days.
1: My children were not impressed. They were like, Ugh, Why would you do that? They would, and every day, every day, my daughter, Nora, she'd be like, mommy, just have a bite of my dinner. Aww. And just, just one, just one little bite. And I'm like, no, thank you. And was
0: she trolling you or was she being she, genuine? I mean,
1: she, she was probably trolling me. That's okay. yeah.
0: Cause I've had fun with this the last five days. So I don't know about anybody else. Yeah. And...
1: You've had a lot of fun with it, but yeah. I did send a lot of text messages on Friday. Like, oh my God, I don't know how I'm going to cope. I've accidentally signed up for a detox. And this is the worst part. A lot of my friends went away this weekend. If they had been in town, I would have given them the juices. Because I have no, friends that drink... But that's drink, a good thing. They, I have friends that drink this stuff for fun. And it would have been nice if I could have just handed it over to
0: them. No, this is a good thing. It was meant to be. They were all out of town. So you were forced not to go over to one of their houses and start drinking and eating. Yeah. You... It'd force you to stick to the plan, stick yeah. to the script, and look where you are. You're almost done. I'm and almost when this done. podcast <laughs> comes out, you will have your face buried in a bag of chips donuts. or donuts. donuts. You will be just gorging yourself at Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. And
1: but That's where you'll find me on Wednesday. Dunkin' just Donuts. Just
0: balled up in the fetal position outside Dunkin' Donuts with just empty cartons around you. Exactly.
1: I'll still get up, to, up tomorrow morning at seven in the morning, and that's where I'll head.
0: Honestly, uh, me looking at the situation, I'm more impressed that you're waking up before 12 <laughs> yeah. than you are actually doing the juices. I will give
1: you this, Don. I will honestly, this is hard for me to admit, but there did seem to be more hours in the day. Yeah. <laughs> I did yeah. have, uh, you know, a lot of extra time. You don't Um,
0: wake up and go, oh, shit, i got to go pick up my kids. Yeah,
1: I did have a lot of extra time. There was, you know, there's been a, especially the weekdays as opposed to the weekend, where I've, like, finished at nine and been like, oh, I've got the whole day Mm -hmm. where I can, I can't go for lunch. (laughs) No. But I've got the whole day to do stuff. Yeah. So that is, that was a, that was a positive. I would, uh. I would uh, I would get up a, again for yoga, but not necessarily the juicing. The juices were delicious. Not. <laughs> uh, the juices were fine, uh, but um, I did have some friends. Uh, my, Bruce tried one of them, and he said it was great. And I was like, "You drink it then." <laughs> um,
0: You're just grumpy. I am just. grumpy. I tasted them. I thought they tasted good. You're the, just grumpy.
1: Well, yeah,
0: probably. You're grumpy because you quote unquote accidentally signed up for this.
1: It really wasn't accident. I would never have signed up for it if I'd known. So what's
0: what's the lesson of today's show, Susie? Just like at the end of Full House, we always have a yeah. We always wrap it up with a lesson learned.
1: Don't sign up for things. (laughs) Right. Don't do anything. (laughs) Stay in bed. Yes. Yes. That's the lesson.
0: Trying is the first step toward failure. Yeah. Exactly. And no, what we've learned is we need to.
1: Reading, read, reading read, comprehension is important. Yes, there was more information available on the website. I should have www dotted that and, yeah. and had a look, Yeah, which I didn't do. That's okay. <laughs> Next I've, time.
0: I, we've all fallen for that before where you don't quite read everything and you think you got it and then it doesn't work out. And it's, it. yeah, it's not a good feeling. No. But I... <laughs> I just uh, – you sitting there with them handing out these juices and you're thinking, oh, well, this is my morning juice for today and then I'm going to go get a kebab for lunch.
1: Yeah, that was my plan. <laughs> was
0: that funny.
1: was literally my plan. I had no intention, you know, to not have lunch that day. God, that was so long ago that I ate lunch. You know, oh, well, it's done now. I'm almost done.
0: You're almost done.
1: Yeah. And now I can say when people say, oh, I'm going to do a detox or – you know i can say i've done one of those and give my experiences yeah. and tell them how great it is
0: but i also love that you you went in you know you jumped in the deep end because my wife did this a week before you but she only did 3 days
1: yeah
0: <laughs> and it was hard enough like she snuck some raisins one day some peanuts the other day and... i
1: used your wife as like a support system messaged yeah. her a couple of times she yeah. told me about the raisins but i didn't even sneak in any raisins in really really i've not eaten a, a single uh...
0: No, it's not true. You had a fish finger. You oh, yeah. messaged with well, me that.
1: I, I did have one fish finger. <laughs> I did have one fish finger. That was on the first day. Okay. But my kids weren't going to eat it. It was going to go to waste. Can't have that. Yeah. It
0: probably was the best fish finger you've ever
1: had. It was actually, yeah.
0: But it's so funny because like when my wife was doing it, I made uh, I made roasted broccoli. And my roasted broccoli, by the way, is amazing. Anyway, I made it and like she looked at this roasted broccoli Like she, like it was like I needed to leave the room and her and this broccoli (laughs) needed to have a moment. Oh my gosh! She was looking at this roasted broccoli like it was, you know, Matthew McConaughey. Like it was intense. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. I was like, should I leave? (laughs) Yeah, and it was broccoli. Like who who craves broccoli? When you're doing a juice, you crave
1: broccoli. Well, I've not craved broccoli. I'll uh, I'll give you that. But I did – this is the worst part for me is that I made some meals for my family that I couldn't eat that that looked – I don't know if they tasted delicious except for the mms and mm, thank you, mom. <laughs> that was great uh, for my kids. I don't make food like that when I'm not detoxing. So why was I making all these delicious food for my family and then I couldn't even eat it? I made steak and salad oh and gosh. roast potatoes and – oh.
0: I think what it was is you were channeling your, your, um, what you were missing into these amazing meals. Like it was just, you were putting everything into it.
1: Yeah. We're going to go back to having chicken nuggets and chips (laughs) for the rest of the week after this.
0: Yeah. I think that's what it was, but you know, you did it and it's impressive.
1: Thank you. I'm done. Almost. Everyone
0: should congratulate Susie on (laughs) a job well done and then go buy her a sandwich for lunch. Yeah. Or kebab yeah. or whatever you want.
1: I'll accept any food. Any food at all.
0: Even roasted broccoli?
1: Yeah, I reckon I'd have some. You okay. have to teach me how to make some roasted broccoli. Oh, okay. Or we could get Jen to teach us how to make roasted broccoli.
0: Yeah, I think we should listen to her instead of me. Yeah. yeah that's probably a good idea.
1: She will be our guest in uh, one or two weeks.
0: Yeah, very excited. Yeah. Speaking of food.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank God I didn't do it then. Can you imagine if I'd done my detox and accidentally signed up for it, and then I and then we interviewed Jen about food and then made food with her? Oh my god, that would have been the worst.
0: Yeah. So she has a. Uh, I mean, we'll get into it coming up, but she's she's just she's doing this thing where it's teaching people how to cook, and her Instagram photos are incredible uh, because they just the food looks amazing. So
1: I've eaten at Jen's house. Her food is amazing. She can. Yeah, she can cook. Yes, she can. All
0: right. Well, I think, uh, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go have some lunch. Are we done? I think we're done. I think we're we're done. done. You're looking a little peaked, like you need to maybe have a juice and lay down. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah,
1: I think I'm ready for my my mid-afternoon slash lunch juice.
0: Well, thanks again for joining us. As always, you can check us out on SwissPats.com, Apple Podcasts, we're on there as well. Please leave a review and subscribe. Uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Let us know if you've juiced and your experiences um, or uh, if you've been to Europa Park and if you have any uh, suggestions on uh, what to go and what to see there or if uh, you just want to take Susie out to lunch because uh, she's looking to eat some food in these coming days. So hit us up and we're also on Instagram at swisspats and on Twitter at Swiss Pats Pod. So, For the refreshed and (laughs) system-flushed-out Susie, I am Don. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next week.